Cool. Welcome back to Dungeon. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's late. We've been chilling. My tongue just stopped. Here Like a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you? All right, we'll talk about Astro World afterwards. <laughs> Welcome back to Dungeons and Designers. Today we're just doing a little bit of like a brothers podcast. We're going to be joined. Hey, hey brother! <laughs> we're going to be joined by Courtney and Zach later. But right now. With recording schedules, it was just easier to do this. And Dan's going to try to work on his Gray Hands mission. Hey, so what we're going to do is, in the last episode, uh, Vodmech sold his wand. Got I think it was like 150 gold. And then Courtney and Zach went and sold those gems. And then they sold something else, uh, the circlet. Yeah. When they went to go sell their stuff, Vodmech just went back to the manor. Right? He didn't need to be there. He was done for the day. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> So as you get back to the manor, it's quiet. It's getting kind of late-ish, but not too late, kind of maybe mid-afternoon. Um, and as you enter into the manor, immediately a chair just like flies across the room at you. Honestly, because because of who I am as a as a cleric, I I I I I expel with with the chair coming towards me and I and I say I say, demon get back. Uh, obviously, it's a, it's an extreme reaction to just, <laughs> just something going on. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but uh, but you know, better safe than uh, sorry. Better safe than sorry, <laughs> and I'm uncomfortable with the demonic and the dark because I live with for the light. <laughs> yeah, um, but I move forward, and I actually I actually take two steps back, and I say, you know what? None of this house. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, because gotta... as as you say, like that, uh, get back, demon on like the mirror behind the bar it just says get out yeah i i uh i'm gonna use my thaumaturgy right yeah the voice thing that you did last episode yeah yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) i'm gonna say demons leave this home i uh, honestly in my heart know that this affects nothing right no this is but i slam my hammer down on the ground and i just get out the door (laughs) (laughs) do you leave your hammer or is it like a you grab you you hit it and you leave i never leave my hammer (laughs) okay (laughs) thank you all right um so you're kind of out back back onto the road uh it's a saradun street Yes, and I'm thinking, okay, well, I need to find something that can help me cleanse this house because if this is going to be our home, me as a dwarven cleric needs to define what is a clean home. No demons, no ghosts are going to live here. Where can I go? Right. right that's my. You my love rocks, process. you hate demons. <laughs> I love rocks. I freaking hate demons. Or and ghosts, I hate the dark. I'm a cleric. I'm dead. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, I think you just need to find someone. There's a few stores in Trollsco Alley that might be able to help you. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe books. Yeah, so there's Bookworm's Treasures that sells books, but it also sells spells and stuff. Let's go. Okay. So as you Is go that- down, um, that's actually the furthest side of Trollsco Alley away from you. Yeah, I'm hustling, though. I got short legs, but I'll be hustling. And as you get to the door, what you see on this sign is a golden dragon wrapped around treasure. And underneath, in a nice uh, script font, it says Booksworm's Treasures. So this is not yeah. like a shady establishment. This is a fancy style. Mm. 
Um, and as you open establishments personally, I know because they're usually cheaper. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. And I actually don't have any money. Zach has all of it. Well, let's figure this so out. Then. <laughs> we'll see how this works. I just remembered that. So you walk in, and there's a very tall dragonborn uh, coming from the golden dragon lineage. So he's got those gold scales and sort of, I believe, a fin almost off the top of his head. Yeah, he's um, really pumped, pumped up on himself, isn't he? Um, I don't know. He's sort of like a uh, like a book worm. Mm-hmm. Oh, for those who aren't familiar <laughs> with fantasy stuff, and that joke probably didn't make any sense. So when it says book worms treasures, it's W Y R M. Yeah. So everyone is here for the design. Welcome to the dungeons. Thanks. So the man behind the counter's name is Rishal, and he's this very tall. Yeah, he's very tall, regal-looking dragonborn wearing very nice clothes um all around you can smell like the old books and the right, the stained yeah. woods great scent great scent mm-hmm. all right so so my question actually is and maybe you weren't prepared for this so prepare yourself uh what's the height of the counter oh it's higher than you yeah, yeah okay it's, I, no i want to i want a height uh let's say four feet so maybe you could see just over it. So I I stomp up and I got my stuff and it's it's here. Yeah, <laughs> right at forehead. Yeah, and I look up and I say, "Excuse me, great dragon. I am actually curious about how to extricate. I don't know if that's the correct word. I want to get ghosts and ghouls out of my home. Can you assist me with that? Yeah, and and. To your surprise, he actually replies not in common, but dwarvish. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm literally in, in my response. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you can tell like immediately he's very well read because I actually uh, spoke to him in common. Right. I did not speak yeah. to him. In yeah. He re- yeah. just replied in dwarvish kind of maybe to make you feel more welcome. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I say, uh, I say, oh, Welcome, great dragon. I appreciate your 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 common speak. Yeah, and he goes. So you got a ghost problem? I I honestly don't know. I uh, obviously, and I hold up my hammer. I want to declare the light. Obviously, mm. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but there are a hefty amount of evil spirits of different sorts in my home. We were given a home. There's evil spirits and I'm not interested. I like that in when you speak dwarvish there. it gets a little more feminine. <laughs> oh, that's no, this is not dwarvish. This is talking to a dragon because uh, he seems, he seems effeminate. I get he it. seems effeminate. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be kind. It's a little bit of a <coughs> Can you take care of them? Yeah. So he goes, "Where are you coming from?" I'm coming from the lands of the mountains, but what I'm coming <laughs> You know, coming from currently is Troll Skull Alley. Uh, Manor. Troll Skull Manor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Troll Skull Alley. He goes, yes, we're on Troll Skull Alley. Which is where we are right now. When you say Troll Skull Manor. all the locations. We're in that manor. When you say Troll Skull Manor, he goes, (laughs) oh, the manor. And he goes, you mean. Uh, Sorry, my manor. spot. Yeah, he gave it to us. It's cool. We're taking care of it. We're trying to clear it out. You know, all the ghoulies, you know? Yeah. And and as he like nods his head, he goes, oh, yeah, no, I know how haunted that place is. That's actually the reason Volo bought it. He's writing a book called Ghosts and Ghouls. And it was like a research project for him. He is kind of a piece of garbage, isn't he? Volo kind of sucks. 
And like behind him, you see like a six foot reproduction of Volo holding Volo's most recent book. And the guy's like, no, he's a pretty big seller here. <laughs> We're like, pretty big fans. He goes, but like, but like, and I go, with him. yeah. And he goes, let me see in back if I have anything for you. And you can hear him just like going through books, opening drawers. And after maybe like five or 10 minutes of you just seeing him like walking around in this back room, he comes out with a wooden box that has runes drawn on each side. And he puts it down the counter in front of you and he goes, this is a, a box of dispel evil. Okay. He goes, if you, if you put it in the room and then he gives you a piece of paper and he's like, and you, you chant these words, it should theoretically bring all the evil into this box. For the entire home manor. Mm-hmm. Now, my only question is why the the predecessor did not do this. Oh, because he was writing about them. He wanted them there. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Right. What's this cost? Yeah, he goes, well, and then he looks up like a price sheet for all his spells. He goes, this is actually a, a higher level spell. So we're, we're going to look at at least yeah. 75 gold. Yeah, all right. So what would you feel about me taking this and then my my compadre uh, coming back here and paying for it? Obviously, we've been here before. You know us. Yeah, you're a neighbor. Okay, yeah. I think... Yeah, and he can take care of You're going to come uh, back, though, right? I mean, <laughs> you know where to find me, right? That's true. And as he like says that, he laughs a little bit and like smoke and fire come out of his nose. He's like, sounds like a deal. And he goes, yeah. just remember... If anything bad happens, you might need to knock it, the spirit, into the box. So if it fights, you just got to take it out. I, t- I pull up my hammer and say, don't worry, I'm familiar. Yeah, and then he gives you a little like pamphlet about spirits and how about like physical damage probably won't hurt them because they're not of this mm-hmm. plane. So mm-hmm. he's just like, just want to help. Don't mean to offend you. but uh, No, I actually appreciate that from the cleric realm. <laughs> This hammer is not my only uh, weapon in my arsenal. And he goes, perfect, perfect, perfect. And he goes, and then I just need you to do one more thing for me when you're done. Yes, and? Yeah, when you use this box and you you bring the spirits or demons or whatever's haunting your establishment, I need you to bring this box down to the City of the Dead and just release them. The City of the Dead is our graveyard down there, down south. It's on the east side of Waterdeep. Um, If you bring it down there, it's just a huge graveyard full of ghosts and things. How far into the city of dead do I need to... Not far. Just like walk in, throw the box. Because if the box cool. if the box reopens, take this in. Yeah, probably. Yeah, just All get right. just get it. And uh, it was the time time frame. As long as the box stays closed, you're fine. Okay, and they don't open by themselves. I'm new. I know. No, but there's no lock. You might need to bind it or something. Keep yourself safe. And he, he opens right. it, and it's just like a wooden top, like separate, and it closes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, All right. Well, again, runes, and he goes, don't forget the saying, gives you that piece of paper. He goes, say five gold when you guys come back. <laughs> Sweaty. All right. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And All he, right. you walk back out. Um, it's now, you know, probably dinner time-ish, maybe a little before dinner. Right. That didn't take too long. No. So what's um, and we are where we are located. We're in Troll School Alley still. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we located? Uh, I'll have to look, Near- but I believe it's the north nearby. The right? north road. Uh, Is there someone to grab some food? Because obviously, I'm you can just go back rail. to the, the manor where you guys we live. Have food at the manor, yeah. 
All right, go back to the manor and eat some food, hang out. Hey, before you leave, because I'm sure you're going to do your mission, do you want to leave your compadres a note? Yes. I'm going to leave a note on the front and the back door, right? There's two doors? Sure. All right. But I'm going to say, leaving a note saying you're not around on the outside of your establishment seems a little silly. <laughs> no, no, inside, inside, inside. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Leave it inside. When when they enter in, it'll just be kind of laying somewhere that they can see. It's like, hey, I have not exercised the demons here, the darkness here yet. But don't worry, I plan to because I am the justice of the light. But home needs to be found. And I have other things that are important immediately. And I'll be there. So if you need to find me, find me but frankly uh, and now you're on the back side of the piece of paper yeah i'm flipping <laughs> but, and i'm saying but frankly don't find me because if you don't have a dig a hole you don't know how to find a rock i have no interest and uh probably i don't need your help uh but it also and like in like tiny little scribble it's yeah. like if if there is 72 hours and you have not found me please come find me i'm probably in i'm probably in danger okay okay <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you toss it on the floor or something and you walk I out. just throw it. I'm like, I don't care, but please come help me. So as okay. a reminder to you and all our listeners, your Greyhand's mission was to seek out home, a monk who lives in a cave on the side of Mount Waterdeep, ask him what he's heard about threats to the city, but try not to annoy him or overstay your welcome. He's kind of like a hermit. Yeah, it sounds easy. And if we're looking at the Waterdeep map, if our listeners are familiar or if you're looking at it, it's going to be south of the market, west of Castle Ward, um, actually almost directly west of the big castle, kind of down the center of the town or lower south portion of the town. You'll see Mm -hmm. a building called the Griffin. And it's actually not a building. It's a giant statue of a griffin. So somewhere on that giant cliffside, you probably will find his cave. Yeah, so I... uh... I also my little dwarf butt down there. I'm going. Cool. To, I'm going straight to the precipice of this mountain, which actually runs. There's a kind of a uh, cliff border. Mm-hmm. You'd say you know a higher cliff that borders the western side almost of the entire city. Yeah. Um. But I want to get to the more precipice of the the pier of the mountain, which kind of leans more southwest, uh, southwest of the castle ward. And I'm trying to figure out where my location is. Um, and it's kind of where I head. Cool. So maybe you're able to hitch a ride or something because it's pretty far. But you get down there and it's it's getting pretty late. It's way past dinner now. Maybe it took you an hour or so to get down here. Yeah, I've been I've been jumping on to beer wagons, slagging a slagging an ale here and there and just getting my way down there. But you being you being a mountain dwarf specifically even in the dark, you you feel pretty comfortable in this kind of space. This is my home. I love the mountain. Yeah. I want to be in the mountain. I've actually been more home here than I've been my entire time in uh, this area. That's fair. Very similar to how um, I get probably felt in that nature area. Yeah, she wishes. Yeah. Yeah. You found your area. She found hers. Yeah. All right. So you kind of come up to the edge. Do you want to start trying to climb? I don't want to try to climb. I will climb. Cool. I'm a you being a mountain dwarf, I'm going to give you advantage on your saving throw, but I need a constitution saving throw. All right. Let me get my dwarf bag out. 
I guess I'll have to come up with a monster for you two at this point. <laughs> I mean, almost and I'll either what? You know? So uh, two D20 rolls because you have advantage. Seventeen. Okay, oh, wait, seventeen well, is and I know what was the roll? Constitution. Which is gonna um, be plus. Yeah, it's plus it's like twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty is plenty. So you just start muscling up and where most people would be exhausted, you might even see a camper or two sleeping. You're just yeah. trailing right up. I'm excited by their weakness. Yeah, and actually you you would never have imagined, but coming at night is actually making your journey a little easier because up ahead of you, you see a small cave opening with a fire light coming out of it, kind of like okay. a beacon in the night. Mm, I'm not interested, though. You also see a dark forest to your left. <laughs> Is there a better option? I imagine the cave would be where uh, the cave, the cave with the light could possibly be out where a monk who lives in a cave on the side of Mount Waterdeep. That might be it. All right, so I use my dark vision because due to being a dwarf. Yeah. Um, and I walk to the opening and I, I peer in to see if I can see what's going on. Inside. Yeah, and you just see in the kind of the back of the cave a a small bedroll, very modest, a small fire pit with a small cauldron, right? Everything is very mm. petite. And you mm-hmm. see a skinny man bald with black robes just sitting on a small rock in the back. Who? I think to myself, man, that must be home. Home, H L A M. No, it's an A. Mm-hmm. Hlam, Hlam, Hlam. This guy is playing us with his name. He's, He's a like, monk. Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah. Don't let him do this. I, I, I go and I go. That must be the man that I was looking for, and I hustle in again. Hustle in at like four foot five yeah. or whatever I am. And I'm like, uh, home. And I just extend my hand out. Yeah, and he looks up, and he's already exhausted. <laughs> and like, why? Why so tired? Yeah, and he just goes, oh, "Why are you here?" I am here because I have a mission from the. It's to find uh, from the Gray Hands, and you're asking about from the Gray Hands. You want to know about threats? <laughs> I want <laughs> about threats. Threats to the city. I knew it. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, I was there. Um, <laughs> you found him. Yeah, I found the guy who I knew it was, and I remembered his name, and it's fine. But yeah, yeah, yeah you're I, good. I I'm looking for um, threats against the city. I'm I'm with the gray hands, and I know that you may have missions. I'm not here to bother you. I'm not here to extend my welcome, but I do know that you may have understanding of what is afflicting the city. Yeah, and as as you're talking and you're trying to play it up, go not you give me a charisma? or persuasion check um and what you're seeing is this monk has probably not talked to people in weeks 16 oh plenty um even though the weeks and he only comes down for food occasionally that when he can't find food around him he just looks at you and like out of a sigh goes evil's twin hides its face for now except that to change before winter's end and then he just starts looking back at his fire I am not that smart. He goes, I can only tell you the things I've seen. I hope it helps. Could you? Could you t- okay. Thank you. 
Yeah, and he just starts poking his fire again and like stirring whatever liquid was in the cauldron. I appreciate your info. Mm-hmm. And I step I step away um on the mountaintop um out of his vision. I step like maybe twenty feet. Yeah, into the darkness too. In the darkness. Yeah, and yeah, he doesn't have dark I, vision or anything, so Yeah, I say so ponder and I think about the thoughts and I say, Okay. Um and who and I, I'm like, all right, I gotta get this information to the to Vara Safar. Of the Grey Hand. Mm-hmm. That's who you are. I hope to be. You're like, yeah, I mean, you're you're working on your renown, but you're in. Um, yeah. And they are located in the town. It's a Blackstaff Tower in the Castle Ward. Okay. So you're you're pretty um, close, right? You just have to go a little bit north and you'll find it. Yeah, so I think I think I'm gonna go down to their area and explain to them that like I received nothing that I understood, but all the information that they were looking for that I felt they were looking for. Yeah. And Valor goes, you did very well. Usually he doesn't even speak to strangers. Um, he hasn't spoken to me in many years. And she goes, even though we might not understand what it means immediately, I'm sure this will help. Um, we'll give it to our, our, our scribes and see what they say. And with that, you've gained one renown, which I will give you some perks later. If you ever need the black staff's help, they'll help you. But in the same breath, Vara also says, if you can aid us one more time, a young bronze dragon has taken up a residence in Deepwater Harbor. It startled a few sailors recently, but hasn't hurt anyone. Confront the dragon and learn its intentions. And I tend to, sorry, who is the woman's name? Vara. Valra? Vara. Vara. V-A-J-R-A. All right, woman. Uh, <laughs> maybe uh, whatever you are, Vara, Vara, Vara. Um, I appreciate this next mission. I also want you to keep myself in uh mind when you have anything else going on. I want to be definitively enveloped into any other missions and necessities that the Gray Hand needs. I want to fully envelop myself into this. Yeah, and um, she's she's very impressed. She's like, okay. Um, and so this this dragon is is I want as much information you can give to me beyond what you gave. If if this is all it is, it is what it is. I'll take care of the mission. But if there's anything else, I'd like to. Um. Okay. And she walks out, and she comes back. She goes because you're so, um, into this. Eager. You're so yeah. eager. She gives you um three potions of water breathing and she's like i know you've got friends that are probably helping you um the the dragon might be underwater this these could help you reach it um so just go look for that young bronze dragon and she goes just in case you don't know dragons can speak common um they can actually speak telepathically sometimes so just make your way down there and see if you can talk to it just see why why is it taking up residence in our harbor I have a friend who is uh, actually a turtle herself, and she's very calm with speaking not only with animals of all types, but aquatic animals, and and very kind to these humans. I think it would be proper to include her. I think she would actually be helpful in this. It could help you, though uh, I wouldn't attempt to speak to animal when working with a dragon. Oh, no, no. I'm saying speak to specifically to dragons. I get it. I'm sorry. A dragon's I a, get it. A dragon is much more intelligent than you. 
oh, I'm very dumb. So right. I a dragon. Guess. And with that response, she goes, right, right, right. A dragon is much more intelligent than I. You're you're going to be working with an intelligent being. Like, do not do not attempt to talk to it in some sort of fish speak. <laughs> very smart. Appreciate the but, info. But using your friend, your, your total friend, that could possibly aid you with the fish and the lizards of that area. Either way, I appreciate your info, and yes. I will take care of this definitively. And please, please possible. do not forget. I mean, the dragon is very intelligent. Do not make it angry. <laughs> I am very dumb. And do not make I it angry. Really... <laughs> <laughs> we'll and figure I, it out. As you start walking out, you see like people around you being like, don't make it angry. Like, please, please don't anger the dragon. Yeah, please. I'm literally just sitting there <laughs> sweating. And, and, and my character doesn't give a rip about literally anything. And and has finally been like, oh, shit. And like sweating about stuff that they didn't think they actually cared about. So, Well, yeah, gonna be killing a whole whole region of a town could be bad yeah but i mean like not my fault right no and you might know why don't you give me do you have a history how's your history looking why don't you give me a history check i rolled a 18 18 is great you actually do have like some maybe minor knowledge of mountains i mean dragons maybe from your mountains like they often live in mountains um metallic so gold dragons they're actually usually good and for people and lawful so this isn't okay. like the black or red dragon who would be just burning everything in sight right. so you do know like it, it could it's fairly safe i mean it could destroy you immediately but like it's fairly safe just go down there and try to like figure out what it's doing okay and i kind of sit there and i say oh, like you know what i do think that i need to have my party members through this yeah and uh i don't think this is i i've dealt with the home to an extent that I think I can, I dealt with my own thing. I dealt with my home. I also dealt with Holem to the extent that I could. Yeah. Um, but I think that this further moving, I need I need my party members. So uh, I'm gonna just gonna call it. I'm gonna go back to Troll School Manor and uh, rest up um, and explain to my party members that are mm. I assume are kind of resting up there. Why don't you try to take care of this ghost? You got I- your box. Oh, I guess I do have my box. Okay, okay, yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah, so as you enter back the manor, um, your note is gone, so you can assume they're upstairs on the third Ape floor sleeping. Yeah, okay. Um, but as you take out this box, it's just a wooden box, and you get this piece of paper, and it says, remove the lid and chant these runes. Um, I don't know what the runes are, but you chant something. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go up. I'm actually gonna go up through the floors. I'm gonna be at the third floor where they're sleeping. I'm gonna be very quiet, but I'm gonna chant chant these words through the entire floor. So you're gonna try to walk floor. with it. Just third floor down to the first floor. I want to land in the first floor, but I want to make sure that it's taking care of the whole building. Okay. So you got kind of made one box in hand and or one bo- box in hand lid in one hand, and you're just yeah, chanting yep, these words. Yeah. Yep. Cool. And as you start going down, you see kind of like blue mist coming out of the walls and up into the box slowly and as you get downstairs the box becomes almost immensely heavy for you yeah and as as i get farther down and i feel this stuff like my words become more impassioned i guess like i'm more riled up yeah because i'm like oh it's working (laughs) yeah and as you get louder something pushes the box out of your hands onto the floor okay um 
And as the blue mist comes into the box, you see it actually form into this evil looking, um, almost elf like human figure. <sighs> and as it screams at you, I need you to roll initiative. Oh, man. I rolled a 15. Ooh, me too. I guess you go oh. first because I guess uh, Ty would go to player. That seems fair. All right. So I will, uh, I guess I'll smash down with my Warhammer. I don't know. So just just thinking out loud, um, swiping down, you would be swiping at the wooden box on the floor. Oh, where's the... The ghost is like half in the box coming out of it. So I want to smash... Just saying, I mean, you you can definitely do what you want. But in case I wasn't clear, when if you smash down, you'd be going through an ethereal body into your wooden box on the floor that's holding other spirits. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Maybe just... I don't. I mean, you can still do it, but... No, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I figured I would clear my... What I probably did not... Under, uh, probably what I did not communicate well. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and as you look, thinking, you hear it just scream. Ah! This is two weeks after our Halloween episode. <laughs> um, Am I late to the party? All right. I have uh, whatever. Forget it. I'll I'll slam the box. Okay. <laughs> it is what it is. 16 plus 22 to hit. Oh, I mean, easily hit. All right, I smashed the box. Well, first, I mean, damage. You need damage in the box? Well, no, because, I mean, you are swinging at the ghost, right? Yeah. Right. So, you and you hit the ghost. Well, I'm trying to find a dice, though. That's the issue. All right. Um, 10. Okay, um, as you come swinging it, down... I, I wasn't finished. Okay. I also cast as a bonus action Shield of Faith. Okay. So I have two bonus AC for my duration. Okay. So as your hammer comes down, you actually see the ghost reach out and grab it. Don't like that. And you definitely, like, it, it hurt. It'd be like grabbing a baseball bat swing at you, right? So, like, it hurts. <clears throat> But it doesn't do nearly as much as you thought it would do. Okay. And as it's holding your your hammer in one hand, it reaches out with the other and grabs you. Um, can you... Does a 14 hit? No. Nah. <clears throat> yeah, and as he reaches out to you, he like grabs maybe your, your shirt or something and holds on. So he's got your hammer in one hand. He's grabbing you on the other. You do have a free hand. He still has hold of my hammer? Yeah, that's like the situation you're in. I'm going to guiding bolt him. So with your free hand, you're going to cast a guiding bolt? Yeah. All right. Um, so I think you guys do a deck save. No, spell save DC, 13. I'm sorry. I You know what? Don't I worry. Um, I got a three. All right. So, well, definitely didn't say it. Yeah, no. Do 4d6 radiant damage. <laughs> I hate that spell so much. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, though. 20 damage. 20? Yeah. So as he's holding your your uh, hammer in one hand and your cloth in the other with your spare hand you just shoot magic up through him and as you see it rip through this ghost his whole body just almost becomes ripped fabric and as like the blue just shoots up it like quickly comes down into the box like and as it hits there's a thud with 
there's first a scream of the ghost, right? And then followed by a thud as it hits the box. Um, you see the blow gluing inside. And as you're looking at it, you're reminded, uh, Risha said, that they can escape if the box isn't closed. I, I dive over it. Okay. And you slam the box closed. And as you do, you can see like a blue aura coming out through the runes all ri- like written in the sides of edges of the box. But nothing is escaping. I I literally take like my belt, like which is just like uh it's not like you know, there's no buckle on it, it's just kind of like a a strong uh piece of leather type thing. Yeah, leather, and I wrap around it because I'm like, well, <laughs> you're like tie it down. Not, yeah. I'm like, this is not opening. And while you tie it and you're moving it, what you do realize is what used to be an empty box is considerably heavier now. And you're a dwarf, so you can still handle it, but there's a weight to these things that you've captured inside. Yeah. After the screaming and the thud and you wrapping it, you start hearing footsteps on the third floor and coming down the staircase. So, Cordy, Zach, what you guys hear, you're awoken from upstairs. You hear a large scream and then a crash. As you start running down the stairs, what you see is Vodmek almost on the floor wrestling this wooden box that has blue runes like glowing from the edges. And he seems to have taken off his belt and started wrapping it around the box. Makes sense. What do you guys want to do? I'm going to run to the fireplace and <laughs> grab a poker yeah. and run back and start trying to hit the box. Like, what the heck is going on, man? Because, like, I don't have a sword or anything on me. I'm imagining I just woke up. I'm sitting there wrestling it. I'm like, that's not helping. <laughs> What's that? What do you need, man? I'll, I'll get it. What do you? And he's just still, like, poking it and trying to kick it, maybe. Yeah, and I just, I'm wrestling and out of breath, and I'm just saying, I'm trying to bring justice from the light to the demons of this house, and I'm wrestling it around. Do uh, you want it open or closed? <laughs> I guess closed. Closed, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe take a step back. That belt seems to be securing it well, and I want to cast um, Entangle at the, uh, the box. Oh, smart. Um, so... From the ground, between the wooden floorboards of the the manor, you see these vines come up and start wrapping around the box, further locking in Vodmek's belt to the box. And you start seeing, like, the light of the room start disappearing as, like, the the vines wrap around it. I stand up and kind of dust myself off and my pants fall down. (laughs) 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 Your your tiny trousers. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... (laughs) So I hey, collect, I collect myself. Man, what, what the heck is that? Well, you know that we uh, there was a haunting in this house, and I had right. to take care of it because somebody had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that so is what you know. <laughs> well, you know, I would say so. As far as I uh, know. Okay, was the box haunted, or is the ghost now in the box? In yeah. the box for okay. a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Should we nail it shut? I don't know how long honestly, those vines don't last. I'm not, I'm not sure what we do with it at this point, honestly. I think we put it in the trash or something. <laughs> so for the l- listeners, Dan's clothes and my clothes have changed. So in between what was just <laughs> a we- seamless jump cut, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, so been, it's been some time. Uh, Dan, uh, the owner of the Worms treasure told you that you had to bring the box down to yeah. the graveyard, the city of the dead, and release the spirits right. back into the graveyard. Yep, man, I, I love a good that. graveyard. Yeah, man, let's, let's sounds great. Let's and go. as you guys are doing this, like 
Dan uh, Valdbeck has been running continuously since you guys uh, killed the scarecrows. <laughs> so Dan, I need a constitution check from yeah, you. It's going to be a, a highly, it's a fairly high DC. Eight. <laughs> so Dan, Vodmek uh, <laughs> now has one level of exhaustion Ooh, from you having worked through the night. Um, so what that means in D&D is that all of your ability checks will be at disadvantage. And the Perfect. only way to remove this is a long rest. That's what I wanted to hear. But I think you'll be all right. So with that, as you guys like look <laughs> out the back windows, you can start seeing the sun rising, right? It is very early morning, that like kind of six o'clock, five o'clock. Uh, I don't know. I'm, when I'm up, the sun's already up. So early. <laughs> um, there's probably a, a, like a little mist or fog in the streets. And then all of a sudden, your ears start ringing after a large explosion occurs outside of the tavern. All of those windows that you haven't been able to replace yet just smash out uh, uh-huh. and starts filling the tavern with smoke. And outside, you just hear endless screams of people who are like waking up and working. Mm-hmm. And I, I yell out the window. I say, hold on a minute. I need a long rest. <laughs> Doesn't look like it's going to happen. Oh, shucks. You yell, I need a long rest. So it goes, my leg! <laughs> That's an episode of Dungeons & Designers as we play Waterdeep Dragon Heist. This is a Masters of One Network podcast. We'll see you next week.